0: welcome back everyone to wake up with jenny and friends thanks for joining me again for another week and another episode i'm very excited to have my next guest with me today i was recently on their podcast and i had a blast please welcome dog and gus hello guys
1: hey hi how you doing how are you (laughs) doing well a little sunday you know
0: yeah a little sunday fun day good 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 yeah Excellente. I see, uh, dog. That the red has has disappeared from the beard.
2: Yes, ma'am. <laughs> oh, natural now.
0: Oh, natural. Are we uh, are we bringing any new colors back, or are we just sticking with the the natural vibes?
2: Well, usually June is purple, but the purple I use fades so very quickly, and I'm just too lazy to do it every other day
0: i hear you i hear you are you any plans for for you to grow out a beard Gus? no not a beard guy no no no, no. <laughs> uh
1: i i like uh i like a good stubble um yep. but uh you can't hide this jawline you know
0: yeah <laughs> someone's <are just laughs> born with it <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's right. Exactly, yeah.
0: Maybe it's Maybelline. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, I, I I have had them like I remember at the beginning of uh the pandemic I definitely rocked a beard like for a while. It looked it looked good. It was uh it was uh, fun to do, but I find I can't get over that uh itchiness when it's like a few days like a week into it and then I'm just I just can't beat it. I have to shape or, or yeah, me too. It, I can't you know? stand
0: it. It's just so yeah, it's not a good yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Is there a there's must be like a Gillette sponsor or something? On oh that, yeah,
0: know? I wish. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh jeez. <laughs> um. So for. The audience who's not attuned to your podcast yet, um, there's a memo going out today, so they should all be subscribing by the end of of business today. Um, Do you guys want to tell us a little bit about who you are, what you do, your deal? Give us a little bit of info about Dog and Gus.
2: Dog can go first. Okay. No way he's going first.
1: The extrovert can go first. Oh, you want me to go? You want me to go first? Eight. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, there's. Let me tell you about dog. No, uh, he's. Uh, <laughs> um. So I'm a uh, a real estate agent in Ottawa, but I'm you know I'm more than that. I was in the restaurant industry for years. You know, I remember uh, working in bars for almost pretty much all my twenties, and and uh, you know all the live acts and musicians that were playing there i always found them to be so uh, amazing you know and and how you know I, I was obviously i'm outgoing and i'm okay with uh doing speeches and speaking in public but um musicians just baffled me because they can play a music like a musical instrument and do it in front of people which was always really cool um and made lots of friends with them and that was that was part of it I've been in Ottawa most of my life I lived in Toronto briefly to go to uh, Humber College and uh took uh business there and then I basically uh, fell in love with music there too and uh, when I lived in Europe briefly that was a fun experience as well different types of music for sure but um, where we kind of came up with the idea of our podcast was uh, Dog and I, are, uh, we, we, we actually played in a golf tournament, a yearly golf tournament together, where we kind of grew into a good friendship because we had a lot in common, especially uh, with our love for music. And um, from there, uh, you know, pandemic hit. I think Dog started doing his own little podcast and we were talking about it at like uh, the Saint-Laurent Shopping center, which is here in Ottawa, with another friend of ours. And then Dog sort of said, you know, he's he was doing this, but then he stopped. And then I said, Why don't we do a podcast? And he was like, Well, what are we t- going to talk about? And I was like, Music, man, we both love music. Uh, we should just shoot the shit about it because, oh, can I swear on this? Uh, absolutely, yeah, hey. we have tons
0: okay, of Okay, insurance. yeah, okay, good.
1: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you're loaded with insurance, perfect. Um, and and then we just it sort of started, uh, uh, with us just having a couple discussions, we the first two sounded like shit, so we we dropped them, and uh, we we sort of figured out the sound because we were doing it at Staples here in Ottawa, and they had this amazing roadcaster, which you know of course we once you get we'll, we'll get into what I'm like, but I my hamster's always jogging upstairs, so yeah. Um, and and we wanted to make it sound really good. And then as we've we we've told the story before, we were approached by Mark Leo of Mecca of Stank and he wanted to be interviewed. And then from there I was like, Shit, let's get we, this is our thing now. This is what we're gonna do. And and dog's just like he's exhausted just like hearing me talk about stuff because I'm always <laughs> like, Yeah, let's and he's just like, Little oh, man, like, come on. But he's always he's all in too. So he's the one that goes out every night now and uh yeah. He can tell you a bit about himself, but yeah, that was kind of the premise of the show is we're going to just talk about music and it's evolved into our credo being like promoting Ottawa music and Ottawa artists because, um, you know, they don't get as much recognition or clout, um, as you know, American or Toronto or Montreal or Vancouver, but there's so much talent here. And, um, We were just, we were actually probably, and and Doggo back me on this, we were just pretty shocked about how great the artists in Ottawa were, you know?
0: Why do you think they don't get as much uh, notoriety as as other musicians do? Is it just everyone hates Ottawa, or what's the deal there?
1: That's it. No, I I think, (laughs) think, you know, and I think it's mostly because um, I don't think we promote it well enough, and Mm. that's kind of where we came in and that's where my vision is is to be the not a promoter but like really promote Ottawa musicians and yeah, show yeah. the show as much as we can to if it can go countrywide and and bigger that would be amazing uh some artists have have done quite well of course we had Amanda Ray-Alman, who's a fr- family like a friend of mine since we were kids mm-hmm. and uh she's she's a big artist now and and um and yeah, we just, I think that it's just promotion. Um, there's not a lot of people like in Ottawa that realize that we're an artsy town. I mean, we have the National Arts Centre, which is certainly one place, but we have a lot of different artistic uh, individuals, uh, you know, whether it be uh, sculpture or, or even painting, or there's a ton of, uh, you know, uh, graffiti art. Uh, there's a lot of stuff here that that people nice. just sort of, and some amazing tattoo artists. And speaking of tattoos, we should talk to Doc because that guy's the the tattooed dude. Uh, <laughs> but but definitely some amazing artists in all on all in all ways, really
0: nice. And what's the vibe of Ottawa there? Like what's the the sort of the cost of living that kind of? You mentioned you're in real estate, so what's that that like out there?
1: It's growing a lot. Um, yeah, because
0: I know I know in Toronto it's really so. I'm in Toronto right now. And it's, it's ridiculous. Like the cost of living is just blown up exponentially. And, you know, I mean, a box of cereal is $10. It's ridiculous.
1: (laughs) It is, it is ridiculous. And it's similar here. Uh, We've grown, we've once, we've grown over to over a million people in the last couple of years. Um, You know, and I think that that's kind of what made our city become such a big city, and of course, real estate prices going up so cra- so rapidly uh, since 2020, and bringing in a lot of new Canadians every year, um, you know, really made it challenging for for people to purchase a property. So the rental market is wild now. Like like I have a couple that I'm dealing with right now that are wonderful. I sold their condo because it was just they just outgrown it. And they they're trying to rent. I had this I had to apply to eleven different places and they wouldn't take them because they didn't have a certain credit score or they had a cat or whatever it was. So it's very competitive here for sure. It's it's really changed a lot. I mean, it's good for my for me personally in business, right. but I realize how challenging it is. I remember being in a three bedroom house with two other guys and paying eight hundred dollars a month, you know, that oh, is gosh. not that long ago. Like that yeah. was, you know, it's it's fifteen years ago, but it's still uh, Changed a lot now. You're getting one one bedroom now is about eighteen hundred bucks a month. So
0: oh geez, that's crazy. Yeah,
1: we're right. Toronto's crazy, but Ottawa's wild too.
0: Yeah, crazy. Well, I'll turn it over to you, dog, uh, dog, dog. Sorry, I can't Doug. speak today. i Haven't I haven't hydrated myself today? Let me take a let me take a little sip of the old water. Hmm. <laughs> turn it over to you, dog. Tell us a little bit about yourself.
2: <laughs> um. Well. I've been uh, I've been playing music like DJing and stuff since I was like 14 years old, lived on the bases here in Ottawa. And whenever we had a party at like the social center, which was the big place to go, I was always the one to bring the music. So I started, you know, with albums, actually doing DJing and stuff. So I've had music pretty much nonstop my whole life. And like us, I was I was in the. uh, The restaurant industry for like 30 plus years. So I went through that phase, too, that's. um, kind of like part of how we met too because we both worked at the riverside pub i worked there before gusted um uh, many years ago we have a mutual friend um but yeah and around when the pandemic started i needed something to do so i just bought a a podcast system from amazon and i just started doing my own
0: mm-hmm.
2: and i just started putting them up um and just friends i had just had friends listening to them and stuff and it was a lot of fun but uh after a while I just kind of got tired of it and then I told Gus that day at the uh at the mall I said I was interested in starting my own radio station because I've always wanted I've always felt that a lot of music doesn't get played because it's not popular or because it's not this or it's not that Hmm. And he was like well why don't we do our own podcast and I was like okay and again like he said I was like well about what and he said music I said well uh, something we both know about so and then the rest of is pretty much the same it kind of uh morphed when uh, mark um asked us and we kind of looked at each other and went wow we hadn't even considered it and uh it kind of like you said it went exponentially from there and i'm every day i go out well not every day but when i go out to see these live shows i'm amazed at the talent that's in this city and um yeah and like i said we need more people to know about it like Ottawa gets a bad rap as a boring, like very, very, you know, straight-laced kind of city. We're not. We have – you want hard rock, we've got it. You want punk, we've got it. You want this, we've got it. It's like you don't even have to search for it anymore. It's all over. And that's kind of like I'm the vision that I see now with Gus is that we need to bring that attention to more people and let them know, like, hey, we've got some really talented people in this city. You need to come up and watch them and support them and the venues as well.
0: Yeah, the venues are important too, because it's not just the music, but it's the live shows and and, and the events and all that kind of thing too, which is really good. You mentioned um, something that was really interesting about um, airtime and playing songs don't get played as much Mm. and that kind of thing. And, and I guess there's a certain sort of political aspect to the music industry, I guess, you know, with certain radio stations, certain songs and certain artists get played more, and I'm sure there's a whole back end story to that and a lot a lot of money involved in there and i i don't know if you've have you exactly yeah have you guys come across those kind of conflicts with music
2: it used there used to be a thing called payola which was back in like the 50s and stuff where they they paid the djs they slipped money under the table to play a certain artist or a certain um record label to play a lot more of their stuff to saturate the market right but they kind of uh they've cut down on that but the crtc here in canada we have to play On our radio stations, we have to play a certain amount of Canadian content, Mm. but it's not like a lot of the stations are playing, like the big, the big groups, like, you know, the tragedy hips, the the, you know, whomever, but they're not playing the smaller groups that that could use the exposure. The the Tragically hip, you've heard of them, right? Uh, Yeah.
0: R.I.P. (laughs) Gorgeous.
2: I mean, along that line, right? But I mean, and it's even so much as to growing up, listening to CKBY, the country music station here, Mm. they wouldn't play. Like the only time you could hear the old artists like Merle and Johnny Cash and stuff was on Sundays. Mm. And that was the only day they played it and it was two hours and that was it. You know, so you got the older generation going, well, I don't like the new stuff we're hearing. I want to hear the old stuff and they can't hear it. And it's the same thing with the um, all the local bands that we have now. They're trying to get their stuff out there and they're trying to get it into certain radio stations. And they're having a lot of trouble getting it on the stations that we have here in Ottawa.
0: And I don't want to get too like deep into the political gender base, but there's a lot of talk recently in the last couple of years about um, women's music not being played as much or, or being pushed to the forefront. Um, what, what's your experience with that? And what's your thoughts on that? Especially uh, I agree more, more that. particularly in, in country music, I think, but, but pop and, and, and uh, all the genres, but I think, country music sort of was more outspoken about
1: it. Yeah. And dog will probably be, he's, he's the, the, the knowledgeable one for that stuff. But I, from what I know is, is women in music really don't, they, they always put them in these boxes. Right. And uh, we've had a few tremendous Ottawa female artists on that will blow, knock your socks off, you know? Mm -hmm. And I think that the challenge is with country um, you know, and it's not to say anything about the women's music uh, that comes out, but they're very much country boys or country guys that are listening to it, and they sort of resonate better with a male artist. But there are amazing female artists, dog loves like a bunch of them. Like, he'll talk to you about like the 90s, uh, the 80s and 90s uh, country <laughs> artists. He, he's 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 he loves uh he loves some of the females like i love miranda lambert i always Mm -hmm. did um you know shania obviously was a big canadian thing as well and she's big again it's Mm -hmm. it's wild to see but no i think that there's also uh the women are always put into a, a box they have to be sexy they have to sing well and especially in country for some reason um and most pop but uh you know it's just it's it's a it's a tough thing i think and i think that it comes from uh, I think that honestly, it is shady. I think people, I think money is is exchanged uh, by mm. man. I think it's like, we, you know, payola for sure was what Dog was talking about. But I think that's still a thing where uh, certain artists get put, okay, like Dog talks about it really well in country especially, and I'll let him do it, but he's like, you okay, you get a hat, you don't. You get a hat, you don't. And that's like how they kind of put them into these boxes and they put women, you, okay, you have to be blonde and you have to look like this and you have mm. to Right. I think that that's the challenge with the music industry is sometimes you don't hear these amazing artists. And that comes with, uh, I think, just shadiness, to be honest. And and Dog, you may know more than I do about that for sure. But in my opinion, based on what I've read and what I've seen, that's that's what I think.
0: Yeah. One of the most influential concerts that I remember seeing as a younger person was the Lilith Fair. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And that, like, that was where I was, I was first exposed to the Dixie Chicks who were not famous at that time. And it was like, the first I remember I had heard the song once on the radio, and then I went to a little fair, and I see these women up there singing the song and I was like, Oh my god, that's the song I just—I love that. <laughs> like it was like it was Earl, you know. <laughs> yeah, Earl. <laughs> yeah, and uh, yeah. and I just thought, oh my gosh, like to be in that moment, right, right on the cusp of watching some, uh, you know, a group of women who, well, Dixie chicks in particular, who weren't yet on the map, who weren't yet famous, and then to see their career grow, but to see so many women on that stage, and I don't think they've really done anything like that since that time and that was just an incredible thing for me to experience but what are your views Doug
2: well the Lilith Fair I think Sarah McLaughlin was uh, yeah. a big part of that right
0: yeah she uh, organized about, it it was her yeah thing, yeah
2: um to speak to the country music part they're um they're so traditional down there and they've got like a, they've come a long way in um, in recognizing the amazing uh, female talent but they're not there yet like they've got like my god singer songwriters performers these women are amazing but unfortunately for years and years and years it was a good old boy show like it was like everybody in the upper management of these record labels were men right so there wasn't a lot of women and the men were basically like uh, Gus said it's like well, this is what we need to hear and these guys who have some of them who have absolutely no musical backgrounds are deciding what we're going to listen to mm. you know what i mean oh nobody's going to listen to a pretty girl you know singing this about this they don't care well they're wrong and it's just they need to get their heads out of their asses and start recognizing the talent that's out there miranda lambert carrie underwood Lady wilson like all these women like strong mm-hmm. like vocal women they're going to bring sarah a big evans time is presence. amazing too. A, they're going to shake it up and people are going to start to listen because they're amazing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and even the, the country music, um, the guys are like, yes, you need to start listening to these women. They're they're, they're fantastic. They like, stop um mass producing guys that all sound the same and look the same. And let's get some, let's get a little bit of diversity and some interesting characters back into country music. Like back in the 70s, man, you had like Willie Nelson, Merle Haggard, Waylon Jennings. These guys were, yes. were interesting guys. <laughs> You know, I mean, yeah. Loretta
0: Lynn. Yeah, uh, we Parton. set it
1: up up So, Dog would say that. Yeah, <laughs> for sure, because sure. he's wearing yeah. a Willie shirt. For the, for yeah. those who are just <laughs> but,
0: listening, yeah, <laughs> Gus is wearing a Willie a, Nelson like, shirt. Like, just
2: get away from this cutty, uh, this cookie cutter yeah. mentality, and let's get back to you know some amazing um, artists that you know are, are extremely talented, and not just the guys, the women as well.
1: Well, and to go on that, if I may, just yeah. like with what Dog said if you were to look at chris stapleton for example that guy would not be in the view of what the 2000s and stuff What like you know like they had to be kind of pretty boys right mm-hmm. but that yeah. guy's voice is the best voice in the world in my opinion like he's got one of the greatest voices of all time mm-hmm. and you know to think that that guy i think that they made progress that and that's one case and then i think that the women are making progress as well. But again, it's always been producers and managers and CEOs of, of musical, like uh, the record labels that have been challenging and they mm-hmm. only play what they want to play. Cause they want you to listen to this. Whereas you look at like, you know, Jimmy Iovine and, and Dr. Dre and the, how they came together and they've produced these, they, they've created this like snowball effect of different sub sub um, record labels that come along and sign who you want and this and it just all the best music comes that way right it's like you know when they when they said okay Trent Reznor who are you going to sign he's like oh, Marilyn Manson and it's like w- who are we signing and they, of course <laughs> he sold he sold more albums than anybody that one year where you know he he put out like the Beautiful People song mm-hmm. and uh, Sweet Sweet Dreams and all that anyways but but I think it's more um it's coming along as dog said i think that everything's kind of catching up and the cream is rising to the top
0: yeah yeah like,
1: mm-hmm. like even like uh like gus said too like chris stapleton i mean
2: um luke know, jelly another
0: roll. One. Yeah. Look,
2: look at jelly roll luke combs yes. oh, these guys are yeah. not fit yeah. like the good looking you know slim fit kind of like like yeah. they're just kind like, of gu- like gus you, go like, like, you know <laughs>
1: yeah like us <laughs> but, no, I mean, it's, a, it's
2: coming country music is probably the one genre that's taken the longest to accept like women to accept mm. you know people of other sexual orientations right. big time you couldn't be a country music artist and come out mm. 10 years ago it would have ruined mm. your career mm-hmm. like Shelly Wright came out as uh came out um
0: well, What's Katie Lang has well, been out for a long time. Katie Lang's she's, been out for a long time, been, you know,
2: but um, in Canada, we're uh, a little bit more progressive than the U.S. in that respect. Yeah. Um, one of the Osborne brothers came out. It's just like, mm. I mean, it's, it's sad that they have to tiptoe around the country music industry. Like people know, but they don't want the public to know. It's like, what do they care? It's like, Mm -hmm. they've got to get off of this. they got to get out of this, like the 50s and get into the, you know, the 20s.
0: And do you think that's because they're trying to sell an image like a, a, like a, you know, that sex sells thing if they're trying to make you look sexy, like, you know. Yeah, always.
2: um, Always. Nashville's always been like that. You look at Willie Nelson and Merle Haggard when they started. They were clean shaven. They had short hair. They had no beards. And that's the way they were presented when they first got into the biz. Johnny Cash the same way. You know what I mean? And then and they they I found
0: weed. I never thought William Nelson was a sex symbol.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, but I'm, what I'm saying is back in the in day, 1930 he was, you know, yeah, when he was listen. like 25 years old in 1930.
2: Yeah. Um, he was clean so shaven with a nice haircut, and he didn't, you know what I mean? And the yeah. man is uber talented yeah as a songwriter right yeah maybe not so much as a singer for some folks but as a songwriter absolutely
0: i read his autobiography that came out um it's a fabulous book if you haven't had a chance to read it's a it's a big book and it's a long read but it is an amazing amazing book and he's he is such a great storyteller yes yeah
2: i've read a couple of his books he he loves to tell jokes and i have a book like like all these really bad dad jokes that he does. And he's just, he's hysterical. Well,
0: the one story that sticks out in my mind from his book was, uh, when there was a fire at his place and, uh, (laughs) and one of his sons had called him, he was on the road and one of his sons had called him to tell him there was a, there was a fire at his place and there was a fire in the barn. And, and I hope I'm getting these details correct, but, um, but he, but he said to us said well, we'll make sure the car and 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 this this is in there and that's in there and that's in there and let it all burn up. And he's like, "Why would you do that?" And he's like, "Because we've got more insurance." It's <laughs> <laughs> so like, "Put everything in there, let it burn."
1: <laughs> well, good, good thing good thing he wrote it in the book years later. Years
0: later. Yes. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> uh, a subcontent. If you learn, have you heard Luke Combs' version of "Fast Car"?
0: No, I haven't. Okay, uh, another amazing artist, Tracy Chapman, also came out a long, long time ago. So, mm-hmm. yeah, one of my, yeah,
1: one of my favorites. I, one, it's funny my mom would play favorite. that.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll have to listen to that for sure. Um, but it's interesting because you see, you, you see, kind of the politics at play when you when you watch the awards shows as well, too. Um, I know recently I just saw Drake, (laughs) Drake nominated for another, nominated or won another seven awards at one of the recent um, awards ceremonies and uh, props to Drake. I'm sure he's a lovely fellow. Every Mm -hmm. single song to me, in my opinion, sounds exactly the same. I know I'm probably going to get a lot of hate, a lot of flack, a lot of <laughs> talk back. Be, for being, oh my
1: be, being a hip-hop aficionado, um, <laughs> he, he does sound the same. Uh, I actually, if you go back on our Instagram, I posted this thing where Drake's like lyrics and then there's an Irish toast and he like copied it and it's very interesting how because it sounds good, you know, like uh, the way that it's, it's explained in the movie that this Irish movie, I'm going to, I'll send you that again too, mm-hmm. but um, you know, it's, it is totally political. I mean, I remember one year I was watching, I stopped watching the Grammys cause you know, yeah. I remember I was watching it and Eminem was up for uh, album of the year and, mm-hmm. and best hip hop artist. And he lost both to Iggy Azalea. Lost, and Don't get me wrong. Okay. Don't get me wrong, Iggy had some talent, but you're gonna tell me that the Eminem, like the Slim Shady LP, it loses to that?
0: <sighs> Eminem I, I is a genius.
1: A, yeah, it's just yeah. it's. I think it's wrong. And the people mm, like Nas yeah. and like uh, you know Tribe Called Quest, Notorious B.I.G., Tupac, mm. none mm. of them have ever won the Artist of the Year. Jay Z, I think Jay Z won it like once, and I, again he he, but he's won lots of Grammys. But it's like yeah it's just it's kind of ridiculous to me and to me he's not like i like jay-z but he's not one of the best artists of all time and (laughs) my my favorite is ice cube and ice cubes never won so it's Mm -hmm. like it just you know you, you can't sit there and say okay well you know uh whoever won that year would have been you know maybe everlast won one year and then who didn't win was like I think it was Nas, you know, (laughs) I was like, okay, this is, this is wrong. This is wrong. I like Everlasting. I love that album that he put out, uh, Whitey Ford sings the blues, but it's not, it's not Nas. I'm sorry.
0: (laughs) Do you think that uh, Ice Cube and Ice T ever get together and just feel refreshed or? (laughs) (laughs)
1: Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Well, they're both, they're both West coast guys. So I would suspect so. You know. (laughs) you know very both very respected in the industry too that's for sure
0: yeah yeah yeah
1: um that's a good one good one jenny good
0: what one. Want, want, want. <laughs> <laughs> one thing we didn't touch on too much were um concerts last time i know there was some some little debate when i was on your show about how good the lyrics were in the 80s compared to the 90s and i think we, we settled that one but um we didn't talk too much
1: <laughs> did we
0: <laughs> did we <laughs> but we didn't uh touch on on concerts and i was just wondering what some of the most influential concerts um were for you guys growing up or recently or that you've that you've seen that have been really um mind-blowing for you i know a couple of like one thing one concert that i was so looking forward to and it was probably one of the worst concerts I've ever been to. And I hate to say this was Blue Rodeo. Really? It was it was at um the it used to be called the Molson Amphitheater. I think it's called something else now.
1: Budweiser stage, maybe? Yeah,
0: probably, yeah. yeah. And um and if you ever go there, always get lawn seats. Don't don't pay any more for the the pricier tickets up close because you the lawn seats are where it's at. I'm telling you, it's, it's still a where great view. At? Yeah, <laughs> but uh, it was it was dare I say boring, boring. But I've seen a lot yeah, of other good concerts. Say, but I'm wondering what were some standout concerts for you guys?
2: Dog, you want to go first, there, Gus?
1: <laughs> no, you go first, dog. You go. You need to get some well, airtime here. Well, thanks. Um, <laughs>
2: I heard I heard the rumor or the thing about uh, Blue Rodeo. They came to Ottawa. Um, we went and saw them. They were amazing. But they came again. They come back to Ottawa a lot. Mm. And apparently, the last time they were here, they didn't play a lot of their hits. They played a lot of B sides, and then people don't recognize the songs if they're not huge fans. Right. So if you're going, if you're going to a concert to hear all the songs that you want to hear, all their big hits, and they don't play them, then you're like, well, that was that really sucked. But when I saw Blue Rodeo, they played all the songs I wanted to hear. Um and I'm quite particular, so I thought they were quite good. Um one recently that I really enjoyed, it's funny because we went to see Journey and Toto. Oh nice. And I was more excited. I was more excited to see Toto than Journey. But all my friends were like, Oh, Journey, Journey, Journey. I'm like, All right, but Toto was like amazing because they're like they're, they're session musicians, they're tight, they're they're a tight group, and the their show was amazing. I wish they played longer than Journey did. But, I mean, you can't always get what you want. Um, but worst sometimes concert you I've find you get seen. what you need. So. That's what that's what Mick says, right? You know, <laughs> he's been known to say that. The um, so concert to. I ever went to was uh, Shania Twain. Oh. he was horrible. Amazing.
0: Oh, no. Really?
2: But, yeah, I went. Oh, no. And I'm like, you know what, Shania? Just sing. Don't talk. Don't spend 15 minutes talking between songs. It's just not. There's no flow. It's like you sang a song and then you talk for 20 minutes. It's like, oh my god, really? Like stop. Mm. Anyway, like if you're if you're talking about the song, great. But she wasn't. She was talking to people in the audience and doing. It's like, <sighs> yeah. Right. So I was kind of just <laughs> about that.
0: Yeah, I guess that's a hard hard thing to navigate when you're trying to connect with the audience too, yeah. and you want to. Well, yeah
2: you can connect without talking for 15 minutes (laughs) okay Okay, so take
0: note artists listening to this do not talk more than five minutes our dog is going to give you dog is just
2: not going to be happy (laughs) i tell you and (laughs) yeah yeah any steve (laughs) roll concert we've gone to have
1: been amazing everyone
0: nice steve roll yeah yeah nice
1: we're both big steve roll friends um you know i've seen some pretty influential i remember like i, I kicked myself because i didn't see tom petty the year that he came to blues fest and then mm. he died like five months later dog stomp. um i you know i've seen some i remember i saw disturbed and they weren't very good live which is weird because i thought they'd be very good Disturbed. um yeah, very you know, isn't it though um and but so obviously i don't know if you knew this but i've seen the tragically hip like 40 times maybe more um
0: gosh that's i saw them in
1: bob cajun
0: oh like
1: bob cajun i was one of that was a really cool one they played with the trues and sam roberts band oh nice and then uh i I saw their i I saw them yeah i love them too uh and then I, i saw tragically hip in toronto in the last tour and then i saw them in ottawa I was like bawling my eyes out, of course, because it would have been the last Mm. time I would have seen them. But it was uh, those are always good ones. Uh, I remember when I was um, we've been asked before, what was our first concert? And I think I think my first concert was Vinyl Ice to be honest now that i go oh back, no
0: way like, oh my I was 11. all I, right I, stop collaborate <laughs> and listen i, I, I know the whole, yeah. i know the whole thing <laughs> yeah
1: <laughs> i'm sure i'm sure yeah i actually like the secret of the ooze song like he'd like, like go ninja go ninja, go go. ninja yeah. um but then it, yeah but uh yeah that was i think it was like 11 or something and that was one of the first um uh ones i saw it was amazing i wish i still had the t-shirt i remember i definitely got a t-shirt but I'm going to mm-hmm. probably have to go to eBay and get one, get one of those, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. And then I think dog and I saw our church and he blew our mind because it was oh, such nice. a great experience for us. The reason yeah. it was such a great experience is I bought us tickets like for 25 bucks each yeah. and they were like nosebleeds and like, we didn't, I didn't care. I was like, this would be a great concert. Let's just go. And dog's like, yeah, definitely. I'm in. We get there and the section that we're going to go in is closed. And I'm like, what <sighs> the hell's going on? You know? And we we go and they say, oh, go to the table over here. And they hand me the tickets and I show them the dog. And I'm like, hey, doc, we're in like section 110. Like oh, we're yeah. like literally like I could throw like a like a 20 yard football pass to Eric Church when he was That's singing. Amazing. It was like, yeah, it was like the best upgrade ever. And then we, he put on just a phenomenal show. And he came out to uh, what did he come out to, Doc? that you were all fired up? about? Lunatic Fringe by uh, Red Rider yeah there you go so that's when he knew that's when he knew he was at the right concert for sure I don't know some 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 country guys just get it you know like I think they just get it
0: the very first concert I ever saw um was Duran Duran at Wonderland yeah
1: oh my god yeah that's like that's the dream
0: that was my very first concert that I ever saw I think I was uh I don't know I must have been like I don't know 11 or 13 something like that Super young, Canada's Wonderland, yeah. And I only went there because <laughs> in music class, we had to do reports on our favorite bands. And this boy that I really liked that I had a crush on said, oh, uh, my, my favorite band is Duran Duran and they're coming to concert. And I was like, so I, I rushed home and I was like, I have to go see Duran Duran. <laughs> <laughs> <a Canada's> <laughs> have you heard their music? Yes, and I love it. <laughs> never heard a song ever, ever before. <laughs>
1: Yeah, (laughs) but But now you're a huge fan now you're a huge huge fan fan.
0: yeah yeah Um, Yeah.
1: love duran i love duran duran their documentary is actually really good i don't know if you saw it
0: oh no is it on netflix
1: i think it was on uh prime i think Mm. but you could find it i think it's just or maybe crave one of the two but not netflix the other one not Um, music
0: related but i just watched the arnold documentary oh my gosh I have to watch
1: that. And I saw your post because his book, I pre-ordered his book on Audible too, which is coming Mm -hmm. in October or whatever, Mm -hmm. because of you, just so you know, but I'll, I definitely have to watch Arnold's because I, his story is like amazing to me because he bought like, you know, before he became a bodybuilder, he had to buy real estate. So he bought this like apartment and then he became the greatest uh, bodybuilder of all time. And then he was like the biggest. you know what I mean? like you you know yeah. the story, but it's it's just so cool how he it's so cool how he just <laughs> sort of uh, um, you know, just believed in himself so much yeah. and then just did the work and and made it happen, right?
0: I, I think that's so key too. and and you can tell me how this relates to your guy's life and experiences, too. But when you really want something and you really see it in your mind's eye and you go after it, like it's funny how those things come to fruition. Like, do you find that in your own lives? Because I, I, certainly have had those experiences. No, yeah.
1: No, like us um, talking. Anyone? About... <laughs> he always He always defers. Uh, <laughs> I actually, I totally agree. Um, and the reason I say that is when I, um, so I'm a, I'm a a parent i became a parent last year of twin Congrats. girls and oh twins
0: you. congratulations yeah
1: it's so efficient of you yes. yeah we are efficient <laughs> over here but i was you know i find also i was writing a lot in my journal and mm. i was mani- manifesting a lot yeah and because it was a challenging pregnancy and we went through a lot and then mm. uh yeah i kept writing it down writing it down writing it down what i want what i want what i want and it's here So you know it's it's pretty crazy. I think that if you write something down, and you you know I I, I'm not a you know super religious, but I do believe that if you if you want put something out there into the universe that you want really bad, Mm -hmm. and you and you and you're willing to work a little bit for it if you need to, it'll it'll come to you for sure. I think it's totally true. And you you put your mind if you it's like if you think about buying a car, like you say, oh I want this type of car. And then all of a sudden that's all you see. Like, it's like, you know, like you never, you're not looking for it regularly, but you say, Oh, I want a, you know, a certain type of a vehicle, like, like, uh, you know, not a BMW or whatever you're thinking, but like, a, find your dream car, but a car that you're thinking that you're going to buy next and then it'll just show up all the time. I find that happens a lot. Mm -hmm.
0: Yep. Tony Robbins talks about that a lot. I've had the, the, um, Amazing opportunity to get to know him pretty well. And uh, I've seen him a couple of times when he's come down here to do his, um, his events and seminars. He's an amazing man, really wonderful energy and I would encourage you to go to any one of his events if you ever, <clears throat> if you ever get a chance cuz you leave there on such like such an emotional high that you are so motivated to just sort of take over the world. It's pretty awesome. But that's one thing he talks about too is like when you start to think about the things that you want, you, you see them, you, you don't you don't ever think of say the color orange, but you know you start to think about the color orange and then everywhere you turn. Someone's wearing an orange shirt or you see an orange sign or you, you know so it's it's really bringing it into your mind's eye and into your presence and and calling that energy in. so that's awesome. Doug you're up Yes,
2: yeah. <laughs> I am uh, I'm a lot less. Uh, like that. Gus is more in this in this podcast that we do, he's more the guy that sees the whole picture. I'm kind of the guy that goes, but what if this happens? And he doesn't listen to me, thankfully, because if he did, this wouldn't have gotten past the second episode. Um so yeah, so I'm learning and I'm trying like I'm old and I've got, you know, trying to teach a dog new tricks is not working. <laughs> but I'm trying. And I do, I do feel like now I'm starting to, you know, buy into it a lot more. But when we first started, he was always like, you just have to, you know, like you said, picture it in your mind's eye and just do it. Like I'm a I'm not a big Tony Robbins fan, but I do like Robin Sharma, the Canadian
0: mm-hmm.
2: uh, self-help guru guy.
0: Isn't that and the, read his uh, the monk monk who sold his Ferrari? Yeah, the monk who sold his mm-hmm. Ferrari. Right. Yeah.
2: And amazing 5 a.m. Club. He's mm-hmm. in that. So... 5 a.m. club's a great one. Mm-hmm. I've been rereading that one. But unfortunately for me, I just kind of, um, my short-term memory is, 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 is screwed. I can remember things from years ago, but can't remember what I did yesterday. <laughs> so thankfully Gus is here and, uh, we, we push on.
0: <laughs> That's awesome. Well,
1: well, it's true and, and he's getting better at it for sure. He's, uh, he, he was, I wouldn't say pessimistic, <laughs> but he, I think it was, uh, a, a con, a confidence thing and and uh he does worry sometimes about what people will perceive it to be whereas i sort of stopped like and i used to be that way too and i'm trying to get him on the track of like nobody fucking cares you know like let's just do it and do it anyway they really don't like yeah yeah and but he he's getting so much better and especially now that he's getting recognized in ottawa as dog and like you know like you you know things are happening that and he's he's putting the work in because he's going to these shows He's yeah. taking the photos. He's enjoying the music. He's he's plugging in, you know, and and it's so great to see because that's a super important part of our podcast is having dog go do these correct these extracurricular activities. Yeah. Uh, so uh, sober, by the way, sober, by the way, and yeah. uh, like you know, like because there's there is a lot of you know partying going on sure. in music, of course. Sure. But he's a he's a he's very uh, he's very much a very big important part of our podcast in that sense. And also his knowledge is is wildly uh, like he does remember everything from the past, the music, everything. But if I asked him about what he did yesterday, he'd have to he, you know, I, get, I told him to start writing shit down. So
0: yeah. he yeah. I started
1: and I stopped.
0: Are you, uh, do you take any like mushroom supplements or anything like that? Cause I'm like big on mushrooms and stuff. Like, not um, mushrooms, you know, obviously, like I mean, the natural, the, like shiitake, <laughs> reishi, lion's mane. No, I know, I know what you're, yeah. I know what you're
2: speaking of. I've never tried it. I'll tell you a couple of mushroom stories if <laughs> you want. <laughs> you, can, you can do that on the other show.
0: That's true. That.
2: Yeah.
1: yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: No, it's, it is true. Like, um, being around Gus, I just, I find myself kind of, being a little bit more extroverted like when i'm alone i'm not Good. i'm in my apartment my apartment's a one a one bedroom i have my music i don't need anything else but when we're out together he's just infectious and i just kind of you know kind of go with the flow um i'm learning more to to get out and actually talk to people at shows instead nice. of just standing there just kind of looking like an idiot <laughs> but it's fun because and actually, a couple of shows, they didn't recognize me. They thought I was Gus. <laughs> it's happened three times now. And the guy from Innuendo has done it twice. Ruh-roh. <laughs> Ruh-ro. <laughs> yeah, it's like, Gus. I'm like, oh, no, actually, dog. Oh, yeah, but Gus, no. And uh, Jason that we had on the show there, uh, Jason, uh, my Don't vinyl know. addiction, my vinyl addiction 45. Oh, okay.
1: mm-hmm.
2: He keeps calling me Gus.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I went well, to he see. Him probably has, he, has
1: this, he has the same
2: memory as you. Short yeah, term. probably. Yeah. Well, I went to see him yesterday to pick up a couple albums because I got one for uh, James. That uh, not you, uh, James Leclaire. He was talking, showing me his Christmas albums that he had, and he had a whole bunch. And I said, "Well, wait a second. You don't oh. have you don't have Jim Reeves Christmas, and that's not a complete collection unless you have that." So.
0: Oh wow, that's like, an it. old one. It is. Wow. It's very old. I used Wowzers. to listen to it every Christmas. Yeah. Wowzers. Well, I always say if you do what you love, other people will love it too. And, mm-hmm. you know, what you're saying about people, the other people don't care. They, like, they really don't, like, you know, sometimes we can be so hard on ourselves. And I know I, I do this too. Like, I'm so critical of, my, like, the work that I do and the shows that I do. And then I, I let myself process that. As I used to sit with it for so long, and I think, oh, I should have done this, I should have said that, I should have. And at the end of the day, I thought, you know, I'm gonna put a time limit on this. I'm gonna, I'm gonna give myself one day to like pick everything apart, (laughs) and then, then, then that's it. Then I'm gonna enjoy the fact that I had that experience, and that if I loved it, everybody else will love it too. And Mm -hmm. you know, because people, people who are watching or listening, they don't see the things that you're thinking they see they just watch the show and they're yeah love it great show great show, you know great thing and so it's so it's so great that you're getting out there and having more experiences and meeting more people and because it really adds to not not only the value of the shows and the content that you guys put together but just your experience uh, and having those moments and those memories are are pretty epic
1: if i remember them yeah <laughs> it's so true though. Like, um, we do we, we are natural to like, and I do it too. Yeah. And you, you're not, you're going to be analytical of your own self, how you look or how you, what you say or how you sound. Or I remember the sound was a big thing for me, but that, that made mm. sense for what we were doing. Um, uh, you know, and I always felt like, you know, what am I bringing to the table? uh because dog is definitely more knowledgeable when it comes to music but but i know my lane too like 90s and hip-hop and all that so it really does collaborate well and i just keep telling him like you know and people love dog right like when he goes out like he's seeing these people that are in bed like he he, the only reason we got to do a cd release party is because sunday ride club loves dog and that was and it's not saying that he does; they don't love me too but they really love him and like we kind of all came together yeah no. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, <laughs> I'm like the second fiddle. It's okay. I'm fine with it. But, but no, honestly, like it's, it's nice to see, cause it's good for him too. I know that it, mental health and, and these mm-hmm. things that are so important, by the way, June is uh men's mental health. Body. It is. But, yes. but yeah, so like, uh, as well as pride, so happy pride, but, um, but like dog ha- getting out and talking to the people and seeing that they love them and how they treat him and it's so nice to see he's with super kyle who's this guy that we interviewed who's in a wheelchair and you if you if you listen to any podcast episode that we have listen to that one because he starts crying he's emotional and he's just like he brings a lot of and he's in a he's literally in a wheelchair you know he's but he's at these shows and he's like being like lifted up and Mm. like people love him but anyways going back what episode is is that
0: Do you remember I think it
1: it's, it's one with super Kyle. I'll send you okay. the link for sure. Okay. I think it's yep. like yeah. number, it. be number like 48 or something was, like that. Right? No, it was almost, it was almost the last one of the first year. Oh, okay. Like, Maybe 50,
2: number 50, yeah. Yeah, 51. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. The one with super Kyle, that's the one that you want to listen to, but just, okay. just cause he's such a, a beam of light, like mm. just the kindest guy and obviously, you know, uh gone through a lot in his life and uh yeah it's just he was just such a, a nice discussion i mean i got emotional so did dog and so did and kyle definitely did mm-hmm. especially when he was talking mm-hmm. about his mom and stuff but anyways yeah dog's dog's the shit that's the that's the whole point of that part, I think. <laughs> there's
2: also um the road trip crew that uh hang out with uh kyle and it's like uh trevor who's uh, cannabis jesus these guys go to all the shows they're amazing like they go uh, to the shows, the they support name, the best bands he's, he's trevor's an interesting interesting character man but he's hilarious His
1: nicknames cannabis
2: jesus of course he's an um, oh, well, character. he actually just got a tattoo of jesus <laughs> carrying a cannabis like a like a cross but it's shaped like a joint it's pretty funny no. yes i'm not kidding you but the road trip crew, I, I have to. that's bad i, I can't be around <laughs> Yeah, I have to shout out to the Road Trip crew because they're amazing too. They get Kyle to and from shows. That's how they met uh, Kyle years ago. So Mm -hmm. yeah, and he's a super interesting guy and we had a lot of fun chatting with him and he's been, like every other show I go to, Kyle's there.
0: Nice. Is there any uh, artists that you look forward to seeing that you haven't yet seen yet in concert or? Peter Gabriel. Oh, Yes. 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 And we're going,
1: we're actually going, but it's uh, nice. it's here in Ottawa in like October, I think. But um, that's one that's pretty cool because he, like, we talked to uh, a producer here in Ottawa who's produced a lot of things, Jason, Jason Jack Nunes. Uh, he's tremendous, and he was talking about how Peter Gabriel brought in the best people for each album. Mm-hmm. And if you listen to his albums, it's like just so loud, like, you as soon as you and so perfectly sounding, and uh, his voice is amazing. I just think that that'll be a great show. I think that's one for me, anyway. Uh, that's only because I have one going in my. I'd love to see Willie Nelson too. That's oh, like
0: a, I would love to see Willie <laughs> even, Nelson.
1: Even I don't care. Like yeah. if he came near here, I'd probably <laughs> be like, "Yeah, we gotta, we gotta go yeah. to him." You know? Yeah. Yeah. Nine, Ninety um, years kiss. old. You're not getting a lot of chances. Yeah. Yeah. Kiss is coming too. Oh,
0: nice. Kiss.
1: I've seen I Kiss. I saw Kiss. Back. I saw Kiss. So uh, I yeah. haven't. I haven't. Oh, you haven't? Okay. Um,
2: it's just, a, I'm not like crazy to go see them. Like I, if mm. I missed it, I wouldn't be disappointed. But to, to say, yeah, I've seen Kiss.
0: Yeah, yeah um, just for the the memory.
2: Yeah, on my radar, I think um, Gary Allen is somebody I need to see. He never comes up here. He's been here once. Mm-hmm. And that was 15 years ago. So it's like, you need to come back, dude. So Gary, you're listening, Allen. please come back to Ottawa.
0: <laughs> I, uh, one summer I saw, I saw Stompin' Tom. It was the best, the best, one of the best concerts I've ever been to. It was so fun. Mm -hmm. It was so fun. Um, yeah, every summer summer up in North Bay, there was like, um, like a festival, um, when, when I was younger. So my friend and I would go up every summer and they'd always have some, we saw Jan Arden, we saw Amanda Marshall and, uh, you know a bunch of people, so yeah, that was one of the one of the best ones. Really? Phil Collins just did his last.
2: Yeah, he's, uh, he's he's not, not he's sad. not doing well.
0: Sadly. Yeah, so sad. Yeah, to yeah. see him like well, that. Stomp
2: and Tom taught me the capitals of the uh, provinces. So <laughs> that. yeah,
0: that's true. That's true. <laughs> and
2: Amanda Marshall apparently is just putting out a new album after twenty plus years.
0: She's coming back. Yep, she's yep. just recently Very on TikTok. Yep, mm-hmm. yep, she's got a killer voice. Yep. she do yeah awesome, awesome. she do
2: <laughs> that's my English you yeah, we, say so.
0: we talk about music all the time
2: yeah, we, about <laughs> it.
0: so what what's up next for for the podcast what what are you looking forward to what can people expect what's going on
1: uh well we're we're, we're gonna continue uh interviewing amazing artists here in Ottawa I think Mm -hmm. we're going to expand it to uh, not just musicians, but also maybe some of the, um, the artists that, you know, visual artists that are in Ottawa. Uh, There's one woman named Lyneth who does this amazing stuff uh, here in Ottawa. Uh, There's, there's many different things that we're going to do. We're going to probably be a big part of the concert scene and and Dog will continue going to these amazing venues in Ottawa. you Know we'd love to do some more MC work, I think that was a lot of fun for us, and uh, yeah, dog, what do you think? Yeah,
2: we're going to continue on with that. We have uh, a young man coming on next week from Resist the Throne, Rohan, he's going to be a lot of fun to talk to, and then we kind of um, we're going to get into a few of the award winners that we went to the uh, the Ottawa Music Awards or sorry, the um, Capital Music Awards CMAs, Capital, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So, we got a couple of um. Groups and individuals that uh, won awards there lined up to come on a chat about it as well. Yeah. So I mean, tomorrow Mecca Stank um will be dropping, and then the week after it'll be uh our friend Mikhail
1: Laxton. Oh yeah. Speaking of that, uh, Jenny, check out yeah. Mikhail Laxton. This guy okay. I think is like I said it a bunch of times, and his he's mm-hmm. been he's been he's been in the industry for a while and he's been grinding away, but He's going to be a star, in my opinion, just the way he's his love of his music and how he explains it and how he he just and then how he performs it. It's I think he's just tremendous. You'll love his music. I think if you like there's some poppiness to it, but there's also sometimes he goes to more southern rock and then he's he's in between both. But there's I don't know. It just I, I find his music amazing. And then chatting with him just kind of solidified that.
0: Yeah, send me
1: YouTube. the link. I'll check it out. Yeah. Yeah, he's mm-hmm. gonna be yeah, a real I to send you a bunch of stuff. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. yeah. Send. Do you guys have a you guys, Do you guys have a merch line?
1: we have uh, shirts. Uh, I I'm gonna. I was actually gonna ask you for your address. Remember, we went well, not the stalker thing, just yeah. so I could send you a little package. <laughs> uh, but but no, I, yeah, we have uh, t-shirts. We have. Yeah, I love I'll, uh, I
0: love a, a dog and Gus shirt for sure.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we'll we'll make that happen. Don't worry. Um, <laughs> And I think it's going to grow. We, we do have dog and com uh, like oh, nice. locked in. It's just, now we're just going to have to build it. Um, yeah. But, but definitely we'd love to see merch uh, eventually be a big part of what we do because mm-hmm. you know, you want to make, make a few bucks that way. But it, again, I always give most of the proceeds to the Ottawa food bank. So I think that oh, nice. we make, we make, you know, we pay for the, the production and take a few bucks, but then we, the yep. majority the majority goes to the auto food bank that's the big the big seller that's why i charge 30 bucks for t-shirts so, yeah you know, yep. you, you know you're getting your yep. yeah um but yeah there's some merch and some uh yeah we'd love to we have some i have some ideas dog knows like uh, he, i'm pretty crazy when it comes right. to stuff because I, yeah. I i start thinking about something and then all of a sudden it's done and he's like what do you mean it's done yeah. I'm like well I, I did it you know
0: and then yeah. he's <laughs> like,
2: okay
1: nah, yeah he's like okay whatever you know Cause, yeah, uh, we just talked about
2: right. it, and then all of a sudden it's there.
0: Yeah, I'm a big ideas person, too, so I love that. Yeah. Yeah. The creative side, too. I'm awesome. a doer. I'm a doer. Yeah. I and get her done. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, tell everybody where they can catch you, follow you, watch your stuff. Just shout everything out.
1: Go ahead, doc.
2: Oh, me. Well, All <laughs> you of the, um, fast. All you of the fast. streaming sites, like Spotify, <laughs> Apple, Google... Anyone we get, run all of them, so you can follow us there. You can follow us on Instagram, and we also have a
1: Facebook page as well,
2: right? Dog and Gus.
1: Yeah, TikTok's starting to pick up a bit. We're gonna do that again. Uh, YouTube's our big page now because we actually uh, are doing video, which mm-hmm. is uh, so important. Um, and uh, we lo- we love the fact that we're figuring that out as well. Thank you for being our muse last time. And uh, oh, thanks. You're you're, you're an you're an amazing guest, but. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, I think you can catch us all there. We, we do go on uh, Feel It Radio UK, where Dog's a DJ. Uh, nice. He does a Saturday 80s show and a Sunday um, Funk show, and nice. uh, Dog can tell you about that. But our show is on Thursdays at
2: um <laughs> it's it's early in the morning here, late in the evening there. It's yeah, like so like, like eight, there. To, eight,
1: eight to ten. Eight to ten, I think. Eight to ten. Right.
0: Yeah. Awesome. Or, and Instagram is just dog and Gus.
1: At dog and Gus everywhere. That's uh, where that's our, right. our uh, handle. Yeah. At dog and Gus.
0: Love
1: D-A-W-G. D-O-W-G. A-W-G.
0: Yeah, and yet. Gus with an S. Yeah. yeah.
1: Correct. Just yes. one S, though.
0: Just one S. <laughs> yeah i love it well thanks guys for being on the show today i really i've loved this episode it's it's wild i'll it'll be posting probably within the next week or so and uh tag on everything and yeah thanks so much for for joining me today it's been awesome
1: you're the best jenny thank, thank, you. thank you for having us yeah. i love that our uh we're gonna have a good relationship i'm gonna get yeah. your address your address so i can send you stuff don't worry <laughs> it's not for <laughs> the <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay.
2: it. Not yeah. <laughs> yeah that's right yeah don't worry
0: well, we love the feedback on this show. So don't forget to like, comment, share, subscribe, all that good stuff. And we can't wait to see you again when we see ya, Thanks, everybody. Bye-bye.